Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you weekday mornings at 10am UK time. Joined this morning as usual by Umar. How you doing, mate? You good, you well? Yeah, I'm not bad, Tom. Um, how, how about you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Um, making it through uh, the week. I hate Tuesdays. Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Just mm. putting that out there. Any arguments otherwise just I can't get on board with. It's just the worst mm. day. Why? Because like Monday, you're like fully rested from the weekend and you're ready to like tackle things. And then Monday hits you and you're like, oh, Tuesday, I've got to work again. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday, middle of the just... week. And then yeah. Thursday, you're nearing the end of the week. And Friday yeah. is the end of the week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Tuesday is the worst day. Um, so if you can make it through Tuesday, every other day is absolutely fine. Uh, good morning to those joining us uh, in the chat box. Very much appreciate you doing so. Uh, let us uh, know what your thoughts are on topics discussed in the chat box. Or, of course, if you're not watching on Catch Up, make sure you do so in the comment section below. Drop a like, subscribe, all that lovely stuff. Plenty of content coming your way on the channel this week as deadline day approaches. And, of course, we've got the game against Manchester United this weekend as well. Umar, four days remain. How on edge are you right now? How confident are you about a, a positive end or are you concerned? I'm a bit concerned um, with all the whispers going around in the past uh, 24 hours in terms of potential outgoings. And it's not necessarily um, when you're talking about the likes of Nuno Tavares, Pepe, Sambi de Conga. You're talking about potentially two big players, two key players that could be leaving the club Um in, in these next days and I am worried because I know Arsenal potentially have come out and said neither Gabriel or Mill Smith Rowe are for sale but there's no smoke without fire in my opinion I think when you keep hearing whispers um, in the media saying that Gabriel may still be on the way out um, in these final days Chelsea are interested in a Mill Smith Rowe Arsenal are willing to sell there's a reason why these links are being uh, filtered out in the media because, again, something may be happening behind the scenes. But from from an Arsenal point of view, from an Arsenal fan's point of view, I think it would be absurd to like so either of these players, um, especially because it's now very late until the window. And you look at how we started the window and everything was going well. Everything was going well. We signed Declan Rice, signed Urien Timber, Kai Havertz, David Raya. Obviously, you can't take into account uh, Timber's injury because that's just unfortunate. Those things can happen. But that was a big blow in itself. Like yeah. he's, he's come in, he's made a great impact, but he suffered a big injury and we won't probably see him for the rest of the season. So that's a big blow in itself. But if Arsenal say, for example, to sell Gabriel, and Emil Smith-Rowe, Arsenal will be far weaker compared to last season, in my opinion. And I would be sitting here and I would be thinking, Arsenal, in my opinion, can't win the Premier League title now. If they were to sell two key players. Okay, Emil Smith-Rowe, while some people may have differing opinions, some people may think, look, he doesn't get into the team. Look, in opening three games, he's had zero minutes um, under his belt. Is he a key player? But Arsenal fans keep screaming about uh, squad depth. They keep speaking about Arsenal need a squad that is capable of challenging on all fronts. They keep speaking about Arsenal need to be at Manchester City's level. 
So if we were to sell a player of a Mill Smith Rose quality, and again, I think he's a very good player, Arsenal will be far weaker because again, we're in full competitions this season. There's going to be opportunities for players to get uh, games, to get minutes. And a Mill Smith Rowe, he's versatile. He can play in a number of positions. So is that is is there any need to sell him for what? 35, 40 million pounds? Because in my opinion, I don't think we're going to get any more than that. I don't think yeah. we're going to get 50 million pounds with, with how late it is, even if Chelsea are being touted as potential suitors. And especially of all clubs to Chelsea, I just think it's pointless. It's, it's unnecessary. And when you speak about Gabriel, that's an interesting one. That is an interest. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I keep hearing um, talk that it's tactical. Okay, it may be tactical, and let's see how it fares on Sunday when Zinchenko potentially could come back into the team and if Gabriel starts alongside Zinchenko. But no smoke without fire, TC. Like, for me, a title-winning side has two integral defenders in their system, two top, top-quality centre-backs. And last season, I thought we had that in terms of Gabriel and William Saliba. Yes, Gabriel does make some mistakes at times, but I thought he was one of Arsenal's better defenders. You could probably argue... Better than Saliba last season, to be honest. Exactly. You could probably argue that he was better than William Saliba last season. Mm. And the only reason and the only thought process I can think that he might be on the way out is if the money has basically changed his thinking and it can it can happen don't get me wrong when someone offers you 10 times more than what you're currently um earning at arsenal you're going to be thinking about it obviously you're human to be honest but again it will put us in a far far weaker position and i also think that arsenal have put themselves in a situation where obviously they've spent big this summer already and they probably thought they could get a potential fee for karen tierney that's not happened. Balogun, okay. They had that 50 million price tag that they uh, wanted for him. They probably got less, but okay, he's on the way out. Nuno Tavares is still at this club. Nicolas Pepe is still at this club. Cedric is still at yeah. this club. Bob Holding, Sambi Lokonga. That's a lot of players. And Arsenal might be thinking, if nobody comes in for these players, maybe we have to sell one of Gabriel or Mill Smith-Rowe to balance the books. Like, we're in a difficult, difficult position in these final few days and it's worrying. It is worrying because I wanted Arsenal to be stronger (laughs) this season. And now I look at it with all these rumours, we could be weaker by the time this window closes. Well, if if Gabriel sold, certainly the defence is weaker, like without question, because Timber was obviously added, but he's he's out injured. Tierney has left. Um, We've not brought in another defender. Uh, so if Gabriel left, we'd certainly be making ourselves weaker. The goalkeeping area is obviously improved. The midfield area is obviously improved. Um, you could argue the forward lines improve if Havertz is, is introduction as well. But losing Smith-Rowe, I, don't, I think then you obviously you've, you've made yourself weaker in the forward area as well. Uh, it's, it's very, very difficult. Um, I'm just hoping it is just hearsay. The problem yeah. is, is that we've had no like... There's been nothing from anyone to suggest that they're completely ruling out Smith Rowe, for instance. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like Gabriel, the, the the line from the club is that he's out of the lineup just because of tactical reasons, and that Arteta has been very open in the press conference and saying that like he's an important player, you know, and they, they they won't be expecting him. I think they even said about the Saudi stuff, like 
we i you know will not want that to happen but he also did caveat that and said like he can't yeah the, the this, club will make he said he's, he said at this moment though as well yeah i don't like you know, I think, that, and I'm writing about this for later, but I think allowing Gabriel and or even just one of those two to leave would really erode a lot of the faith that's been built up in mm. Arteta and Edu's recruitment and sales strategy because that's why I'm kind of longing for this window to end because now I can just put them to bed. Like, Because yeah, yeah. if, if the window ends and they're both here, like it is just rumours. What I will say is that the... Saudi yeah. uh, transfer window doesn't close until September 20th. Um, so that's going to be lingering for another three weeks, which is frustrating. But certainly in England, like, that's the interest in Smith Rowe and, of course, Europe as well. Like, And there was European interest in Gabriel apparently too. To a degree, that certainly would help. Um, that certainly helps out things, I think. So, yeah, there is something to be said about when this window closes, then we can have a better discussion about where things are and we can say, well, these are just rumours and Arsenal really were and had no intention of allowing these players to leave. We'll have to wait and see um, what ends up happening, though. Um, regarding potential incomings, though, it's so quiet for that, mm. like, incomings-wise. Like, we've talked about Gehi. He's been tipped as a potential replacement. Eric Garcia is a name that's been cropping up as well, but very loosely. Yeah. Do you, do you get the sense that... I think there's three possible outcomes, you know, or three possible reasons for why things are quiet. A... Obviously, the club are, are doing things, but they're doing them very, very quietly. B, they aren't going to sign anybody. Um, and C, they can't sign anybody because they've not moved the players on. So where do you kind of sit? I, I sit in the number three side yeah. of things. I think it was always, we, we spoke about it a few weeks ago, like it's all good and well, Arsenal fans screaming for signings, but... At the end of the day, our squad is bloated as of now. There's so many players that their future is up in the air. Rob Holding, he's been linked with a move to uh, La Liga. Sevilla, Mallorca have been linked with him. And Sambi Lokonga, etc. And these are players which, at the start of the window, they had no future at this football mm. club. And with what? Less than four days left of the window, they are still here. They are still here. And... Nicolas Pepe, there was talks that we were going to terminate his contract. That's at a standstill at the moment. There's been talk of clubs in Saudi Arabia potentially eyeing him up. But again, that doesn't seem to be progressing how we want. So Arsenal are in a situation where until they get these players out the door, which like, it's going to be difficult now. It's going to be difficult. It would not surprise me if someone like Rob Holding or Cedric are still at this club by the time the window closes. I can see a player like Nuno Tavares leaving because he has that potential. There's going to be clubs in England or abroad um, wanting a player of that standard because, again, he's talented, he's young, and he's got value, market value. So you could see teams um, purchasing Nuno Tavares. But with the players like Rob Holding, Cedric, um, Nicolas Pepe, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult to get them out of the door because who who's going to want them? If we're being if we're being brutally honest, they're on hefty wages, and they're probably in a situation where they're comfortable at Arsenal right now. They probably don't mind playing. They probably don't want first team minutes. They're probably happy with the situation they are currently in in London. Um, good club, good wages. 
would be happy to sit on the bench or not even in the bench, to be fair, would be happy to just come to training for, for the next year and then they can assess in January or potentially next summer. So, yeah, it's a, diff- it's a difficult one. I think Arsenal, in an ideal scenario, it would be good if Arsenal do get a player in, um, ideally a defender. But I just can't, I don't know, I just can't see it happening. I just can't see it happening. And I look at the the team, if we were to sell one of the big players, Gabriel Smith-Rowe, are we really, really worried? I would be really, very worried. And if people say, say, say to me, like, no, like you're over-exaggerating, etc. How can you tell me I'm over-exaggerating? Gabriel, he was a first-team player last season. Wouldn't I, yeah. I? If I was to ask you if you think he'll go, and both of them, in fact, do you think either of them will leave? Uh, I don't think Gabriel leaves. I think Amos Mithro leaves. Honestly. You really think he's going to go? I said it to you yesterday. I, I think he's going to go. Yeah. There's no smoke with that fight. There's, there, bro, there's like... But to Chelsea, you think he's going to go Chelsea? It would not surprise me. It's one of How the, much would you want for him? I, I would want a lot. I would want a, a, a upwards of That's £50 million. Pounds. Yeah. But I don't I, think I we'll get that. I don't think £50 million pounds is like... It's a, I know. It's worth sending him. It's not worth sending him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, was, I was talking about this this morning. Like I said, um, like when people were saying like £100 million, pounds, like I think Smith Road is like priceless to us. Yeah. No one's paying £100 million. Yeah. Like, so if you think he's worth that, that's fine. I don't really have an argument against someone saying that I think he's worth that amount of money because we know he's talented. We know he's young. We know he's English. You know, all of those things. But like uh, Arsenal can't let him leave because he's been such a key part. So he's, for me, he's priceless. I can't put a price tag on him. Like, I find it difficult to justify any real figure because obviously the state of the market, um, the fact just his, just who he is in this squad. And like, but the problem is no one's going to pay you know, a figure. I don't think anyone's going to pay upwards of 50 million, to be honest, Omar. Do, do you think our team has evolved away from him? It's because it's interesting. He doesn't get into the team whatsoever. But no. I still think I and still it, think he's got a place in this team. Yeah, I think he has a place from the bench. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, and this is where I find I start contradicting myself because at yeah. the same time, whilst I think he has to stay, I know, he I doesn't know start mean. in my best Arsenal 11. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't come in for Martinelli. He's probably third choice left behind Trossard. I'd probably start Trossard over him myself at left mm. wing. Mm. The only player I think that he's got a real shout of being ahead of is obviously like uh, Vieira uh, instead of Odegaard. Mm. But even then, you've got Vieira, you've got Havertz, you know, you've got players. Uh, it's it's so it's hard tough. because he doesn't get into anyone's best eleven. Yeah, like realistically, there is no. I, I don't think there's an argument for Smith Rowe to start if everyone's fit. Mm-hmm. for anyone to have that argument I just don't think there's an argument mm-hmm. so he's not getting the minutes <laughs> how can he ju- how can yeah, we just yeah. expect him to just stick around and be a I bench know. player forever that's the, do you know that, what I mean uh, it's, that's, that's, that's 100% why I, where I'm at as well like yeah. I want him to stay I want him to break into the first team but I just how? can't but I just can't see any avenues. I can't see any yeah. avenues for him to get into the team. Martinelli, I, I can't see him replacing him. I can't see him no. replacing one of the attacking players, Odegaard, Declan Rice. And I said it to you yesterday. Say, for example, if Fabio Vieira or Kai Havertz are not in the team, I still don't think Emil Smith replaces um either of those two. I think Declan Rice comes in instead. And Arteta changes the formation, he changes the structure. But it's, it's an interesting one. It is an interesting one because I'm in the same mindset as you. It's 
all good and well, wanting to, wanting him to stay. But does a player like Emil Smith Rowe want to just be on the bench? Zero minutes to to his uh, name? No. And Arsenal probably in a situation where I just I just don't know. I just don't know. I just, because I don't want him to go to Chelsea. Because I know he can no, be a success. Uh, I think that's an absolute no-go. Like You cannot let him go Chelsea. Yeah. If you said that, Chelsea, they are probably, they are, they're, they're, Yeah, they're probably the only clubs probably who have a serious interest in him, you probably would say. Yeah, and Aston Villa have previously been very interested, but and they're letting Coutinho leave. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I also said this morning, I was like, Brighton should be all over this. Mm-hmm. Should be all over that deal because yeah. they got money. They could probably convince him that he's going to get regular game time. They're in the Europa League. You know, they're competing at the top, toward the top end of the table. I think that Brighton would be a great move for Smith Rowe, to be honest. Um, mm. And it's just, yeah, it's just really difficult to suggest that that's that's to kind of even quantify an idea that Smith Rowe should leave because and when people say that like he's better than Havertz, I I can't you know there's not a too strong of an argument to to go against that is there mm-hmm. like Havertz right now is a big big question mark he yeah. could prove to be way better than Smith Rowe in yeah. in the future Feel he right. could prove because you know but he isn't right now mm. and so. The argument that how you can kind of bring Havertz in and replace Smith Rowe with Havertz, I, you know, it's it's difficult to defend. Mm. You know, the decision to do that right now, you know, it would take a lot of time uh, for Havertz to kind of you know prove that that was the right choice, and it's not going to happen maybe even just this season. So it's really really difficult. Uh, I'm just hopeful that he doesn't go, but Umar thinks that he is. I'm going to say that he's not. One of us is going to be wrong. I hope, uh, I hope I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Like I want both yeah. of those those players to stay. But like, it's interesting when Arsenal come out and apparently say that they wouldn't sell Gabriel for two hundred million pounds. Of course, that's a lie. <laughs> that's yeah. a lie. Like yeah. if two hundred million pounds get slapped on the table, Arsenal taking that every single day of the week. But we hope that both players stay, um, because you want Arsenal to have the best possible squad. And if a Mill Smith throw. He obviously he, he's part of the Arsenal matchday squad. He gets onto the bench, so that would again, if he was to leave, we'd be in a far weaker position because who comes in for him instead? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Very tough stuff. Um, very very tough stuff indeed. And uh, we're going to have to wait until the end of the window before you know we get any kind of indication about what's going going on um we're hoping to bring obviously some breaking news whenever it drops and we'll of course be discussing it uh as deadline day approaches we i assume we'll be doing some shows throughout deadline day umar um on the day and i'm not around tomorrow but i'm sure you'll be doing a show tomorrow morning and uh, i'll be back thursday what's that i'm off as well (laughs) oh wow so yeah, we'll have to wait and see what's going on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you to to everyone that's tuned into today's show. Any final thoughts, Umar? Yeah, Gabriel and Amo Smithro, please don't go. Yeah, it's probably the best way to finish. Uh, thank you, Chadbox. Really appreciate your time as always. I hope you have a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay well, and as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.